welcome to the Pints and Polishing Podcast, the most informational and entertaining auto detailing podcast, hosted by Marshall Hill of Total Auto Solutions and DJ Patterson of Eco Green Mobile Detailing. Grab a pint and enjoy. and Polishing Podcast. Hey, Mr. Patterson. Hey, Mr. Hill. Hey, who's that to your left? Hey. Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> hey, way to insult our second returning guest. No, like, this is Vu, man. He's he already been here, and he came back and brought us more beer. I know and exactly. Gosh, a little chill. So, so, so insensitive. Anyways. Cheers. Hey, thank you for the gift. You're welcome, yeah. welcome. Cheers, cheers. Hooked us up with uh, sensei? sensei, sensei, some uh, Japan whiskey. Yeah, how'd you like it? It was great. It was yeah. smooth, very smooth. I love whiskey. It's you good. Do? It's my go-to. That's your go-to. It's my go-to. Yeah. That's good. You like that? I do. Uh, so Vu, thank you for, for the the whiskey. Welcome. Thank you for the beer. Welcome. Tell us about the beer you brought. It's uh. Alaskan Amber. It is an actual Alaskan red ale. Yeah, why'd you get What's the story behind it? Uh, you said it's one of your favorite, yeah. right? Yeah, I delicious. went to um, my grandfather's funeral up in Wisconsin, and uh, we actually went to one of their pubs that they had up there, and this was on draft. And, uh, oh, I bet you on draft it'd be great. Uh, it yeah, was like for four sure. bucks for a 32 ounce. So I was like, well, let me get one of those. And one became two, and two became four. Four bucks for 32 ounces? Yeah. So oh. not bad. Goes on real smooth. That's what DJ likes. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Marty. You always know how to start the podcast off real gay. Oh, that's too funny. How was your week? Man, I'm finally over the cold I had. That's good. How many people did you spread it to? It was brutal. Um, I think three. Three? Yeah. How long did you have the cold? Uh, two weeks. Ah. Yeah. Those aren't good numbers. Slacking. Yeah. Slacking. You're not doing good. <laughs> not hitting <doing> <laughs> yeah. up Mandarin taste enough. The Mandarin taste? Oh, yeah. That place is so good. So did you go get that the other day I when did. you were asking? I did. All right, so Vu is you referring that? to... No. Oh. No, he just knows that we okay, love it. Gotcha. Yeah. So Boo is referring to this restaurant uh, here in Tulsa. It's called Mandarin Taste. It is owned by like legitimately the lady closes down and goes back to China for holiday. So, I mean, it's authentic. It's not American Chinese. It's it's Chinese Chinese food. And one of the meals, I think the second time I went there, we tried this jade fish, and and since then I've never gotten anything else it was so good for my 40th birthday it's where i may make my family take me for my 40th were they just like what we oh doing? they hated it <laughs> like, they hated what, it like what are we doing here imagine stuff like like trying like, to do chopsticks yeah no just like my family's white as white yeah they're, be, like they're, uh, ultra like conservative like they wanted to go to crackle barrel Sunday. yeah 
They did. They wanted to go to Cracker Barrel. Oh, I was joking. I'm not, was I spot on? No, no, they didn't want to go oh, to Cracker Barrel. Oh, man, that would have been awesome. No, but <laughs> so I made them go, and they hated it. They, were, <laughs> they, they didn't even, like, try and act like they liked it. Like, it was. On your birthday. Yeah. On your 40th birthday. Because it was my birthday. I was like, I'm going to go. You want to do what you want to yeah. do and do what you want to do. Interesting. Uh, I went Interesting. And ate with my family. I didn't not go out with my friend. Oh, you went out? No, I didn't go out. I Why didn't not? Do anything. Why not? Because I was 40. I was too old. It's <laughs> never too old. That's never too old to go out. <laughs> Marty gave me crap for not doing what he wanted me to do my own birthday. What was that? Go out. And what did you do? I went out. You went out, but yeah. without me. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, with my wife. I don't think I don't, we're not really ready for a threesome yet. No, next week. No, not next week either. You could have made it four. Oh, yeah, wow. but he didn't hook me up, right? Uh, Still, six years, dang. no hookups. Dang. That's on her. I don't yeah. have girlfriends. I mean, you could just, like, s- throw your way. Why not? I don't know if you want her friends on, either. Bro. Yeah, I don't know. Moving on. So what would you do for your birthday? Uh, we went to Smokes on Cherry Street. You went to Smokes? Nope, on we Cherry went Street? to Smoke on Smokes Cherry Street. Bowls on Cherry Street? <laughs> Listen, guys, we're not smoking on Cherry Street. No, but there's a restaurant called Smoke on Cherry Street, and it was amazing. It was like this big platter with, like, steak and chicken and fish. It was amazing. Was it barbecue? Like, is it called Smoke because it's barbecue and they make everything out of smoke? It's all smoked, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. But it was – I was in shock because she kept saying, we got to go here, you got to go here. What do you love about it? What I love about it? Yeah. I don't know. Just the night out with the wife, sitting at the bar, having drinks, and eating a plate of meat. You like that? Mm. It was good. Yeah. Yeah. How'd your wife like it? I'm sorry? How'd your wife like it? <laughs> I'm sorry? The meat. The meat. The meat? <laughs> oh. No, she loved my meat. <laughs> Listen. <laughs> you're like, there's a line, and you're like, you're, you're, I just asked how your wife your likes foot it. Your stepping right like, over the line. You guys are the one that took it to nah. way beyond. I just, you were talking what, what, about what how the, great it what was. What the people on like, the podcast like don't it? know is what, I can see Marty's face, and he's <laughs> full of crap right now. I literally just asked, how'd your wife like it? Y'all took it really weird. So you have to watch the YouTube video to see his real face. Wow. You guys took a YouTube video? We're doing one right now. This will oh, be on YouTube. You That's what that is. Uh-huh. That's YouTube right. Video. So they'll know you're full uh, of shit. Right, yeah. I'm not full of shit. The proof is on the video. I was just asking. Nah. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not taking that. Oh. Well, Corey, I'm sorry. <laughs> Didn't have time to make it <laughs> an hour later. Thanks, Corey. Did you call him out on the podcast? Yes, we called Corey out. Corey Wilbanks, uh, no show, an hour late text call. That's a first for a guest, isn't it? Yeah. Nah. Eh. Mm. Given Red Bear. <laughs> <laughs> very true, very true. All right, Boo, so remind, uh, remind everybody who you are. Um, you know, Give us your story again. Uh, where you grew up, what got you into detailing, all that good stuff. All righty. <coughs> Excuse me. Name is Vu. I uh, grew up in Detroit, Michigan. Uh, detailing since... Vu, two for you. Yeah, way back when. Um, my dad was the one that taught me how to detail, mostly buffing and all that stuff. That's with the uh, rotary, good old rotary. Big so you old, start on a rotary. Yeah, big nice. old yellow DeWalt. Yep. Only had one speed back then. You act like you're like 50. You only had one speed. It, it literally had one speed. It was actually a grinder. 
that uh, we turned into a buffer. Gotcha. <laughs> so yeah, had one speed. I got Asian persuasion. <laughs> yeah. I guess. Yeah. So um, did that. Worked for Subaru, um, the car wash, and then uh, started detailing some cars for them. And then uh, moved from there. Came down here to Oklahoma. Worked in the car business since. Uh, as a service what year advisor. was that? 2007. So I did. Uh, a good year. It was? It was a good year. Why? It's one of the uh, worst that's years. When I, that's when I graduated. <laughs> it was one of the worst, worst winters we had. I it was, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. that was that was that storm. year, yeah. Oh, uh-huh. I remember that. Yep. Yeah, we were those crazy Asian people driving around, but everybody else is inside. Oh no, no, I was <laughs> out there driving too. Oh yeah, I was driving. Oh, it was fun. Yeah. Because the car wash was closed for like literally a full week. Yeah. Yeah. And we had nothing else to do. Yeah. I laid around. I messed around. Like, mm-hmm. But then yeah, we just got out and drove. Like, you laid around and messed around. Uh huh. What do you mean, like? What do you mean by that? Can you elaborate some? Well, when you laid around, mean, when you 2000 said. 2000 and I mean, that was a while ago. That was like 11 years ago. Oof. Let me try and remember. All right. Plus our 12. Right? Nope, I can't. You don't remember? Nope. Okay. Yep. Cool. Anyways. Um, <laughs> <laughs> since Marty don't remember. I don't. Uh, I was hoping he'd remember what yeah. he was messing around with. I basically worked as a lube tech for a little bit. And then I went from Lube Tech to Service Advisor, and the Service Advisor back to Detail. And then uh, went to. So you did? I didn't know you did Service Advisor before. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. It was an Express Advisor for like two weeks, and then they decided to pull Express Advisor and make me a real advisor because they figured that um, Express was where most of the main tickets were written. So people come in for oil changes, and the next thing you know, it's thousand dollars later. Hmm. Um, so we decided to part ways with Express and make it a full-on deal where everybody wrote Express tickets. Wow. So not too bad, not too bad. Did that for a little while, and then good old lady decided to sell the company. So she sold the company. I left there and went to another dealership, and there I became detail manager. Worked there for six years. And that's Cooper. That's uh, where I no, no, that was uh, Thornton. Oh, yeah. yeah That's yeah, when yeah, I originally yeah. met you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Met you yeah. there, and then uh, that's where I met Marty. Hey, Vu, did Marty you know. have more hair then than now? No, he always wore a hat, so I never noticed he had hair. Mm, never took it off. Never took it off. The answer to your question is yes. Vu's <laughs> 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 just being too kind. The first time I met him, was he was wearing skinnier. sandals still. So. Oh, yeah, he He's always wears sandals. <laughs> he stops wearing sandals about November. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Unless yeah. he goes to Florida or something like that and yeah. the sandals back on. So every other month he's yeah. wearing sandals, yeah. yeah. Man, I wish. My back has been so bad. I, I have not worn sandals or flip. I didn't wear much last. Hold summer. on, you're saying your back has been bad since you have stopped wearing them, or? No, like over the past year, I, I have not worn uh-huh. flip flops or sandals. So did you get your back broke? And your back is worse. Or no, I'm just saying I haven't been able to wear them as much. Okay. As I your used back to. has been killing you. Yes, because my back is hurting so much. Oh, okay. okay. Wow. Yeah. Gotcha. Did that not make sense? It, yeah, yeah, it made sense. Oh. You Thanks. need to see a little Oriental about that. I do. What's yeah. her name? Well, you know, sometimes they go by Ling Ling. <laughs> 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 How much for $10? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I was with Thornton for six years, and then 
I left them, went to aerospace. Hey, so but apparently there's a very good Asian massage right up here. Yeah, there is. Up the yeah. street? Yeah. The, the one right, yeah, literally like a Is that when you disappear away. for a couple hours? Like, is that where you're at? Oh, for, no, no, that's the strip club right you, next to it. And then you come back and sleep in the truck for an hour? <laughs> we know why. We know why. Yeah. Gets really relaxed. It's super relaxed. It's He's super just relaxed. Sleeping in the truck. I'm like, is he oh, dead? Anyway. Yeah, moving on. So, yeah, I left there, went to aerospace, worked there for a little bit, and then went back to uh, where I was at Cooper. And then uh, that's when I got IDA certified. So, yeah, been certified for three years now. Are you staying up on your webinars? Yes, I am. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Repeat, though. I'm not there on time, so I, I watch it afterwards. Oh, good. Yeah. I'm not staying up on my webinars. You should be staying up I on your should. webinars, yeah. Yeah, so but you have uh, to in order to stay re- in order to stay certified, yeah. you have to do what kind of ongoing education? Like in order to stay certified through I don't even remember. Yeah. Cool. It's been a minute. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But I love it. It's good. Good stuff. Good great community. Yeah. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> no, but you saw him. He threw it and then waited. He just looked at you. Like, I was like, is he going to pick it up? I picked it up. No, he picked it up. He didn't pick it up. I did. It took me a second. It was. Uh, boo, man. I really like this beer. Yeah, it's really Super good. smooth. Uh, good flavor. No bitter aftertaste. Nothing. I was expecting a bit of an aftertaste, and it's, it's incredibly smooth. Mm-hmm. It's actually a lot better to draft than it is in the well, bottle. Well, sure. Yeah. So. There was a guy the other night I went to the bar, grab a drink, got done working, just wanted a quick drink before I went home. And this guy ordered a bottle of Ultra versus the draft. Yeah. I was like, why would you do that? Like, go with the draft is always better. Mm-hmm. He wanted to stay with he. It was it cheaper? No, it's not cheaper. Oh, I'll just go with the bottle. I'm like, what? Anyway. Where are you hey, going with that story? That's just because he probably he said, felt like he was getting. He said chip. draft is better. Oh, like it is, but the guy still wanted a bottle. I was like, ah. I thought he had a reasoning why he chose that particular beer. A lot of people go the with bottle the versus. bottle versus the actual draft because the bottle you get the full ounces. Draft you tend not to, depending on who's pouring. I feel like it's the other way around, kind of. No, I mean some of got, the ones you're I get the like exact same are, ounces. Oh, gotcha. The hat on some are so. ridiculous have to send them back because there's you half, send them back if it's half full yeah and then the hats Who's, the rest of the way who pours half full though that was, no but i know what you mean there's yeah. sometimes the hedge is so much yeah that's a that's, a that's a that's a i mean you wouldn't know about those kind of problems man you wouldn't understand to live with that your whole life having a big head yeah yeah I mean, I try to be humble. You try. You try. Your best, <laughs> I really don't do. You? I really do. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so, Boo, uh, coming back on, we really appreciate you coming out, definitely with uh, with bringing more beer. So, kind of wanted to go with a – oh, yes, DJ's grabbing more beer. Hey, thanks for letting one know. Good call. Appreciate it. Yeah. Uh, we kind of wanted to go with – back into the discussion of – what drew you to detailing? And then you've been able to make, I know you already said, you know, it was your dad and you just, the way you were kind of raised into it. But there was a moment where you decided that this wanted to be your career. Yeah. Right. So you've already talked, you've, 
you've done a couple different aspects of working inside of a dealership, working around cars uh, for most of your time. And, and I think I wanted to look at this episode as a different dynamics of being involved with the dealership, being involved with detailing. Um, so professionally, for how long? 10 years. 10 years? Yeah. Okay. DJ? Half my life, literally. 15? Yep. 15 cool. to 16 years. Yeah. Um, so I would be 02 to 19, so I'm at 17 years. Wow. So um, wanted to kind of look at dynamics of guys that are guys that are young, guys that are trying to figure out, you know, hey, I like detailing. I would love to get into it more full time or, you know, hey, it's a side gig. But they're, you know, they're young and their path, their journey in life could go a lot of different directions. Um, and wanted to chat about what directions we've all gone, why we've chosen the path that we've chosen, and anything that uh, we think would be beneficial for a young guy to to grasp. So, you know, Boo, um, what I guess what has kept you in the industry? What is it that so much about what you do that you love that is is keeping you there? Well, one, the community. <laughs> I mean, if you don't have community, yeah. you, you just you're just not living, man. No, really, no, I'm getting but, shirts yeah. at SEMA, and the community itself is community yeah. Them. The community itself is great because like the mechanic industry or the IT industry, the communities, the community is there, but it's not as big. It's it's who you know and what you know, but with detailing, it's I find it. There's more detailers out there now, especially on Instagram, Facebook. It's it's everywhere. Especially right. Yeah, YouTube, we didn't so. realize how many other mm -hmm. ones there were. So you just go and you type in detailers on Instagram and shit, there's a whole bunch. Mm -hmm. um, so mainly it's for the community, but really I have a passion for it. So it's just something that I like doing. I grew up doing it. So you turn something you like into something you do on a daily basis. It just makes sense. Yeah. Say that again. So you do you something that you like. You turn something you like into something into something you do daily. daily basis. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. So yeah. No, I just wanted to well, make you sure like, everybody you like what you do. Yeah, because a lot of people think the the saying "you like what you do" and you do what you like. That right there, in 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 a career, makes sense. So your your typical eight to five going in. There's to, a lot of people that hate their jobs. Yeah. So yeah. if you hate your job, why do it? I understand you make your ends meet, you make your money, you need to do what you need to do. But in the end, you're still doing what you like on the side. You're still doing what you need to do on the side. And it, if you already invested all this time doing it, why not turn it into a career? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, if you like it. Yeah. Yeah. So my advice to the young guys is, hey, if, if you like doing it and cars is your thing or boats are your thing or airplanes are your thing, whatever you want to clean, hey, more power to you. Keep doing it. Yeah, and I think that's why, DJ, we've talked quite a bit about, you know, how, how do we help turn our passion, what we'd like to do, into a profit. And, I, you know, that we can work on that later. Just I think that's what reminded me of it was like, 
you know, you could go work and do, get a job doing something that there's a lot of people, like I said, that they don't like what they do, yeah. but it's a job and it provides for them. Whether, I mean, I was talking to, I've got a buddy, Scott, that owns a, uh, um, a body shop and uh, he, I met him over here at the Honda store and he was selling finance and yeah. making hundred K a year, mm-hmm. but hated his job, yeah. you know? And, and he had made the point of, well, it was a job. It paid good, you know. So there's plenty of people that don't like their jobs. So what is it about detail? I mean, what is it about that indus- our industry that you love that is making you continue to go with it? Makes me feel good. I mean, honestly, I mean, you're, you're turning something that a customer or a client decides that, hey, their car looks shitty. And then just seeing a smile on the face – I mean, makes me happy. That and the money, but still, (laughs) (laughs) happiness comes first. Seeing your client happy comes first. Yeah. Um, Especially exceeding their expectations when when you're not trying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and it gets tough. Like when you get up to where where I am, to where you built all that and all those same those values that you had when you first started. um, Like you try to keep them. Like pass them down to the to employees or yeah. to we or our team members, to where you want the team members to also have that same uh, passion enough to have that relationship with that client to you know keep that same you know energy going in your business and so forth. So that's when it gets difficult is when you get to where you're trying to to convey and and encourage and pass that stuff down to your team members so that they can continue to keep your business ran. Just like so, I've cl- I've got clients that I had you know when I first started this business and I want them to still see the same passion that I have lived out through my team members so gotcha, that's gotcha. that's when the transition that the weird transition is yeah, all right but so DJ let's let's go with what the same questions I kind of asked him for you sure know, as far as what what got you into it why do you stick into what is it about detailing that is why you chose that as your career path um, honestly, it was like, like I said, I've been doing this half my life. So it was the one of the first, um, the first, I guess, I mean, I wash dishes. So really the first real job I've ever had is washing cars. And I've always liked cars. I've always liked being around them loud. My do- dad's always had like, you know, trucks with loud pipes on them and stuff like that. So I've always been interested in that, um, that realm. So when I had that job, I just stuck with it and got better and got better and got better. And when I was able to realize I can make money doing this. I was in college, and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm going to college because everyone says, go to college, go to college, go to college. Get a degree, get a degree, get a degree. And so I was going through all the motions of life. I was going to school. Like, I, you know, high school, I really didn't pay much attention. Like, I just, I got by. Like, all through high school um, and then through my first, you know, year of college. And then I, I remember one time, one day I was in statistics class, and I was running my business at the moment. I had the mobile business. I had Ego Green. How would you do in statistics Horrible. Listen. So, yeah. Listen. So I was in statistics, and I'm running my business, and I'm getting phone calls, and I've got jobs, but I can't do certain jobs because I'm, I'm in school sometimes. So, like, I was horrible at statistics, like, really bad. And we had an exam, and we're in an exam, and I was just like, you know what? I'm going to go full. Like, I'm done. And I just walked out of statistics class and never went to college ever again. And then I just I went full force and just Cheers. kept on going. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, it was just, it's fun. Just, you know, like you said, like 
seeing the clients happy, um, always improving your skills. And then honestly, no joke, I'll just say the community is just amazing. Once you like tap into go into like uh, semen, you actually get like involved with these people face to face. That's when it goes, it's to the next level. It's like, this is like, they're like family. Like you can go to SEMA and you see guys with mobile tech, it's, which is more, you know, I favor that more. Um, but it's just it's awesome so that's just what keeps me in this industry is that community just keep pulling you in like if i stopped and i went to work for hilti or some big company that i can get a job whatever like i would miss all, i would feel like i've just like left a whole brotherhood of people like yes and it's just like we're, you know it, it would you'd feel kind of it'd be, it'd be kind of weird so the community definitely is like the main part of what keeps me in this all right I like it I like it uh, and I think maybe some of the question comes from, you know, so last night I did that Tulsa Tech class, which you've gone through. Yeah, how's that going? Oh, I don't know. I, I it's still to, going. Maybe go see him one of these days. Yeah. Um, good group that's there now. Yeah. A lot of very young, uh, very, very young guys. And so I was given the discussion, and, you know, as I'm going through, you know, there's one guy that his mom paid for him to be in the class. You know, he's like 18 years old and, um, you know, was trying to talk about some different things. It was like, you know, I st 17 years ago, he was a he was a baby like he was a baby. I was like trying to think back to 17, 18 and, and there being young, like choosing a chance to go with the main direction in your life. What what pulls people one way? What what pulls them the other way? At, you know, at that time, I always thought there was, like, a, a clear path, right? Like, just, if you, you know, growing up in the church, the way they teach, like, you know, do this, this, and this, and there's this path, and God will lead you down this path. And it's interesting, though, as being 40, which you constantly joke about, but... Hey, you give me shit, I'll give you shit. <laughs> but you just, you start to learn, like, life has a crazy journey. And I think that's where some of this started coming from, was talking to that kid and kind of discussing and different things like man at that age and wanting to get into detailing and and i kind of closed my talk with you know you guys have no no concept of how good you have it as detailers but being at at such a young age and having this much technology having this much availability of everything that you guys can do like mm -hmm. when i started we had nothing <laughs> like yeah. we like I, I had a website was it like, there was nothing. Uh, the website was beyond everybody else because we did, you could actually, uh, you know, put in a... Um, Your code? No, no, no. A, uh, Not you, that old? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, you could, you could go schedule your appointment. Okay. Yeah. Like, and we're talking 2003. Mm -hmm. I think there's guys that still don't use technology to schedule appointments, but it's like, so... Our website was very basic. We didn't have much, but we had that. And it was like, guys, you, you the amount that you can do from your phone now, which you've talked about, we've yeah. put it on the pocket. Like, you can schedule appointments via. Our whole business is automated. Like, everything is. Well, no, I was going to say via Instagram stories, and Correct. you can swipe yes. up. Like, yeah. the amount of technology that the guys have today is insane. And it was like, okay, well, how does. How does somebody journey through all that? I mean, if, if, if you want to, if you're a young guy and you have this, some reason you have something inside of you that wants to be around cars, wants to be around cleaning, wants to be around detailing, maybe wants to be in a dealership, 
um, they're just passionate about being around cars. How can they develop in a career out of it? And, and so the, it's interesting then, you know, that you're here. So I had that last night, then you're here today. Who You've made a career so far in your life around being in dealerships and around cars. And I thought it would be interesting as DJ then too, as being a mobile detailer, we talk about then what are some of the things that if, if a young kid wants to have a career, what are some of the things that they should make sure that they do? Like, elaborate a little bit more on that question, though. Things they should do. Because I can go down 20 different rabbit holes right now. All right. So, um, good question. I was hoping that would be kind of open-ended and if something would just pop in your mind. You like, know me, I I'm thought it popped into Vu's mind because he was ready to go. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I, no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, please, go ahead and start it off and we'll, and we'll go from there. No, my rabbit jumped out, so I lost His rabbit okay. jumped out. So what, what should they do? Um, if you, should they go work at a dealership? Should they mm. start something on their own? Um, should they my go work thing, for yeah. somebody? My whole thing you is, know, what, yeah. if get your feet wet. They're young yeah. and they want to do something long term. What's the very first things that they should do? Get your feet wet. Get into a dealership setting or car wash setting. Because, for one, they have insurance. Mm -hmm. So, if you fuck up a car, their insurance pays for it. If you go out on your own. Speaking of that Tulsa tag, oh, Manny talks hurt. about that a lot. Yeah. Hearing that hurt, I'm like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it makes sense, though, but it's like. And Manny <sighs> talks about when you get auction cars at a dealership, yeah. that's when you should really yeah. go in and just fucking play, do whatever you want, because yeah. it's going to the auction anyway. Yeah. So the dealership will it, never yeah. even. They like, won't know. They won't. You just literally play so and you do whatever train, you want on that yeah, car. Yeah, you can train your new guys to buff on this 98. Yukon that's scratched up to hell because they've been running up and down the forest with it. And you can show your guys how to get imperfections out. You can even show them how to wet sand if you want to go that far. But get your feet wet. Go into a dealership because they have insurance to back you. If you go independent by yourself and you fuck up a car, that's out of your pocket. Mm -hmm. You have to pay for that and you have to get it fixed. You have to do things right. And then sometimes you have to discount your detail because you mess up enough. So, get your feet wet. Get into a dealership. Um, learn to trade that way. But so I think a lot of people would go, well, fuck dealership. I mean, they just get shit on. Like they do, and they get such yeah. a bad reputation yeah, of detailers. So I mean, why would you tell them to go work there then? My thing is, be the odd man out. Don't be like every other like dealership. Are Cheers. You, are you talking to be for for te technical practice or like both? Or business knowledge or business sense as well, because if someone wants to go start their own business, they're not going to learn, I guess, or they may, I don't know, I might be wrong, true business through a big, working for a big dealership. Oh, no, they wouldn't know business, but you they would know the know, business aspect of it. No, but they would know how to detail. Okay, so start They would there, know cool. the skill. They would learn the skills. Gotcha. So that's where you hone all your skills, right? So you, you start off with something like that. You learn how to wash a car. You learn how to clean the interior. You learn how to sometimes buff or to touch up. So from there on, get all the inf information you need and get paid for doing it. Mm -hmm. So they're giving you free training. And like I said, be the odd man out. Don't be that one person to follow everybody else to hurry up and finish a car or get something out so you can make money. 
yeah, detailing, you can make more money doing it in the de- in the actual dealership setting. You can make a lot of money doing it mm-hmm. because, for one, you don't have to search for customers. There's always cars on the line, and there's always people coming in to get their cars detailed. So you don't, on that side of it, you're not having to set up appointments. The cars are always there. So you're always going to have funds coming in. So the more you work, the faster you work, great for you. But you can actually sit there and hone your skills. I can turn this car that looks like crap into something that's pretty much almost brand new. And so then what I would add to it is if you're a young guy and you go get a job at a dealership, then you should document all the work that you do. Especially if you live at home. So if you live at home with your parents and your parents pay everything and money's not a thing for you, yeah, take your time. I was DJ until no, like 25. That was, no, it was not me. <laughs> I, moved, I was still in high school when I moved out. Of, I, was, had like, I was senior he, year He had like one and a half kids, and he was like, my okay, ass. I guess it's time to move out of my parents' So you're house. trying to tell me that your parents kicked you out? No, I moved out Dang, my bro. senior year. I'm sorry. Nah, Good I didn't. For you. No. <laughs> I ran out. We were not a good fit, my parents and I. See, the thing with the Asian culture is uh, your parents never want you to leave. Really? So you can be 40 years old and still live with your parents. And they're discontent. Yeah. So when do they get Community. it on, though? They don't. Oh, whatever. They do, too. They've already my had. Ass. You just get see, used to see, listening see, to see it. The yeah, <laughs> come on. Yeah. The thing about Asian culture is that they've already had so many kids, right? So uh-huh. they have all their kids before they're 20. And then they do whatever they want. Go on vacations. And then they can knock boots there. Only Dude, on vacation. Can you imagine being like 45, 50, having like grandkids and just be like, peace out? Yeah. You're going to be that way. Yeah. my uh, I'll be, was it 50 when my daughter is 18? No, 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 no. My, my oldest, oh, my youngest what? son. Youngest son. Well, you're only 30. So uh, Silas, my baby, I'll be, no, I'll be 40. 40, like 42, I believe. I'm not doing the math right now. I thought you would do it real quick for me. So what is he, six right now? How old is he? I'm not doing math. I told you I dropped out of college for statistics. Yeah, but how old is he? How old is he? <laughs> my son, my he's almost one, so he's like nine months old. So, so he's bu- nine months. So in so 17 in years 18 from years, now. I'll be, what is that? 47, 48. 48. Leave the math to Asians, bro. And I'm, I'm, that's prime, right? 48? Yeah, I'm not there yet. No, yeah, yeah, I'm only yeah. eight more years, and I'll be at prime. 48 for your You're your, right. Your you're, you're right. You, you prim- just said that. You primed a long time ago, my friend. <laughs> You primed a long Eight time more ago. Years and I'm you can still you can still try you can still try to prime you, oh, but massage, thanks. that wasn't a massage. I was trying to prime you. So I mean, um, DJ, I'm guessing you would you would say go the opposite direction, but you worked at a car wash, so I don't know. I mean, what 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 do you recommend a young guy? And uh, wash dishes. A, one, a young really. guy trying to start a business, right? No, no, no. Just trying to. He has a desire to be in the industry and wants to make a career out of it. Right. That doesn't mean start a business. It means make a career. Their life is around car detailing or cars or deep, like a something to do. Yeah. Okay. Cause um, Boo went with go work at a dealership. Would you tell him to go work at a car wash? Would you tell him to just go start cleaning cars? No. Like, what do you recommend? I, I would tell him to go work for a, a, a detailing company, like a com- like 
So a lot of guys like, you know, high-end vehicles and so forth. So maybe go work for a high-end detail shop or a high-end mobile mobile company or whatever. Like like Eagle Green or... I mean, you yeah. know, I wasn't okay. going to two-mile horn, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. And just get really get that experience and get, you know... And I guess the question's kind of mixed because you say build a career out of it. Well, career is obviously it's financial gain. So they're, they're starting a business essentially, correct? No. How not? Eventually. There's plenty of people Eventually. that work in the industry and it's their career and they never own a business. They just work in the industry. Gotcha. That's my point. I, okay, so that to they, answer that question just to then. Just make a career. I'm sorry. To answer that question then, what, whatever niche you like in the industry, go work there. Whatever niche it is. If you like being out and about all the time, different locations, different houses, talking to different people, go work for a mobile company that's a, a high-end or a big mobile company. If you love one location all the time, come in, come at the same time, come leave the same, like, then go to a dealership, right? Or, I mean, really, what? and if you like just really high-end, late night sometimes, go work for a high-end shop that does, like, PPF and, like, high-end jobs all the time, and you just kind of work, you know, whenever on big dollar jobs. Really, whatever your passion is in, the, in, in this industry, Go find a career there, or go build your own business in that industry. Okay, cool. So, tell me about the beer. What flavors do you have? What do you like about it? Uh, I like that it's uh, making me tipsy. It is. Yeah. Do we know? Oh, five point three. Really? No. Oh, five point three, Deej, man. We all know You're that slacking. I don't get tipsy off of five point three. You know why he's getting tipsy? But it's, it's because of the sensei first. Oh, it's the shot. It's definitely the sensei. But uh, no, it's been a stressful. It's been a really, really high-paced seventy-two hours, and this is very relaxing right now. Yeah. Like this whole setting is like, I needed this. Perfect timing. Cheers. 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 Cheers to uh, Asian. Persuasion. Yes. Oh, cheers always to cheers. No, you can't say no, that. No, but he was persuading me to cheers. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. I can cheers the A's in persuasion, the way he said it. Persuasion. Hmm. You can't. Easy, man. There's AKA girls listening. That's what I'm saying. Sensation. You can't. <laughs> All right, so it's an amber style ale, but it's almost like a brown ale. Yeah, it's close to a brown ale, yeah. 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 And you can almost taste a little hint of what normally is in a brown ale, but it's not overly powering like... Moose drool. So, I don't know. I like it. I like it a lot. I like it. I like it a lot. The only downfall is you can't question, buy this quick. in Oklahoma. You can't? Why not? I don't know. They, don't, they only have certain locations you can buy from. Hmm. Actually, the uh, closest one here is Texas. So, Alaskan beer in Texas. Yeah. DJ, what was your question? Uh, I was going to ask if you, um, if you like it. I don't. You just said you did. Nope. Three I times. Changed my mind. What? Changed my mind. All right, so um, let's go into we got started, right? So people are in the industry. We're young. We're getting going. What do you think the next step? Let's say they they want to move up in the dealership world, right? Gotcha. As as you you've gone from multiple different points inside the dealership, mm -hmm. what are some things? What are skills? What are some attributes? What are some daily disciplines? What are some things that guys should do if they want to continue their career inside the dealership? Um, now, I guess maybe you should say what you've you've transitioned to now, because when you came on, you so you you're detailing to detail manager. And now you're back to writing service, right? Correct. Um, 
So how does somebody continue up that chain? Well, for one, opportunity has to be there. So the opportunity to step up, to be able to make a change, it has to be there. So you have to be able to show basically that you're up to speed and you're up to the challenge to be able to move up. So what does that, I don't, what does that mean? You know, I don't know. <laughs> I like it's it. Just, <laughs> it's just something that, uh, I'm out of beer. Oh, you're yeah. out of beer. Okay. Dang. Oh. Two. That's quick. Yeah. All right. Well, cheers. I know someone that brought some good Stella's up here, but I'll probably grab one up. Oh, Stella. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. So <clears throat> moving on up, it's just being allowed to move up on the ladder, really. Um, but you said the, opportunity. When opportunity hit, you know, be willing to be – oh, you only got one. Yeah. When you say opportunities there, like, I'm guessing it means, like, when management comes and talks to you that Correct. you're yeah. available to yeah. go to the next thing that they yeah. want to do, you know, hours, the if there's position, hours, you know. Yeah. Of course. Because a lot of guys, oh, you know, yeah, but that would make me have to come in on Saturdays, or oh, that would make me have to come in early at eight o'clock in the morning. See, like, I, had, I had a great my my last job. I had a really great because I had I worked three days, and I worked thirteen hours, and then I was off four days. So I know, right? Sign me up, dude. <laughs> for, that for, sounds yeah, amazing. For a company to actually allow somebody to do that. Dude, it's, well, it was, it was awesome. even their idea. Yeah, they it was their idea to come with, come up with. The, yeah. So they had me working Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then what we call them, my stall mate, the guy that shared my stall, not my prison mate, but my stall mate. So in the stall, what did you do? I, I worked on cars. He buffed. I did what I did. In the stall with him? He polished. Now, on my days. So my days are Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. So we had like a, a, a co-parenting stall, you know. Where I was parent for one for half the week, and he was parent for half the other half the week. You just watched all the kids. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday were my days, and his days were Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Mm. So you got the good, the good shift. Yeah, yeah. I had the great shift because uh, for one, um, I had a family. He didn't. He was a single guy. So, but he would tra- He would actually come from travel from Norman to. Tulsa on Wednesday and back Saturday night after he got off. So he had a double life. Correct. Well, he lived in Norman. <laughs> Correct. I'm just kidding. Yeah. So he lived in Norman and then he would just come back for work. So we shared that. Nice. And that, yeah, having having the opportunity, having your, your management come up to you and talk to you, hey, uh, we got a position available for you. Um, would you want to take it? And you, you kind of have to think back, okay, is it going to be good for me? Is it always going to be good for me? Am I going to make enough money to do this? Am I going to make ends meet? You don't know any of this until you s- decide to take two steps in and say, all right, I'm all in. Let's see where this takes me. So you really have to have – I think that's a good point because a lot of people would want – the next step be the next step, and then the next step, the next step, then the next step. And then like, but I think to what you just said is sometimes you take steps and go backwards then. Yeah. Because <clears throat> sometimes it's not 
you think about it, and it's it's not for you. So you take a step forward. But you at least tried. Yep. And and basically what you're saying is when the opportunity came, an, an option came. Yep. Yep. You take the risk, mm-hmm. and, you, and you can you can always go backwards. Yeah. So, I think that's a very good point. So my situation, I was a detailer first, and then from there I became detail manager. Detail manager, like fairly shortly, as I got into the company. So with that being that, uh, just learning the aspect of how they run their business how they want things done and learning uh, the the management side of it. Because when I was at Thornton, it was different. We didn't have that responsibility. We had the title, but we didn't have that side of the responsibility. So when I went to Cooper, it was night and day. So learning new things, learning new trades, going, getting up early in the morning, going to meetings and stuff like that, we didn't have that. In my my previous job, we didn't have that because we didn't. I guess they didn't see us as management material, so we didn't have to go to the meetings. We didn't need to know that side of the business. Mm-hmm. But when I went to Cooper, when you have that title as management or that title as manager, then they share all that information with you. They bring you in to the other side of the pool. So with learning all that information and how things run on the other side, it kind of like threw me back. Okay. I'm going to have to figure out how to do this. I'm going to also have to figure out how to manage 14 to 16 guys, um, at different types of shifts and make sure they have enough work. So I'm the guy that runs back and forth. So now I'm not, how big of a headache is that? It, it stressed me out a lot because I was all around the clock. It stressed you out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I was there. That's consuming. I was there 12 to 14 hours a day and uh, sometimes six days a week. Yeah. So six to f- mm, so yeah, six to five days a week. And I was always there 12 to 14 hours a day. That's, uh, so at the end of the month, I'm there from open until one o'clock in the morning. Welcome to management. So yeah, dude, it's, it's crazy, but I respect the fact that they gave me the, the opportunity to, to even do that, you know? And show me that side. I, I mean, working for that company, I love. I love working for that company, but at the at the same time, it's just kind of like you know, overwhelming sometimes. But given the time to be able to do that, and given the opportunity to do that, I mean, I was like, heck yeah, let me do it. So I jumped in and did it for a little bit, and and it wasn't for me. And I decided to go back and do what I do what I love because. Being in that role, I had to change a lot of things. I had to change the way we ran the dealership, the day, the way that we did cars. So I was the one that was inspecting every car. So, and a lot of the guys, a lot of the guys in my workplace ended up giving me the nickname Kim Jong Un, because I wonder why. One more time, Kim Jong Un, yeah, because I I ended up running it like a dictatorship. I I literally did. Because sometimes it's like if the car wasn't right, I sent it back. I was a detail Nazi. (laughs) So you were Kim Jong-un. I was a Nazi. You were not a detail Nazi. Yes, you specifically and Thomas and Joseph all called me the detail Nazi because I was so fucking anal and would nitpick everybody's details. Oh, Maybe I don't know that because... You were way too never, young. Never nitpick my shit. Yeah, right. Uh, you've <laughs> got to be kidding me, dude. 
<laughs> yeah, right. Dude, I probably put out the best quality the whole detail shop had. Well, sure. Yeah. But it didn't mean I didn't nitpick it. Look, you you can't even do an interior. But I'm 40. You you were 35 five years ago, and you still couldn't do. Yeah, but that was 35. I was 27. Listen, I'll tell you what. I was 27. Show me how well you know how to paint correct tonight on this big black truck outside. And then I'll, for the record, I'll just say, yeah, you're, you're the detail Nazi. Okay, done. Perfect. Sold. I'll show you. No, no, no. On the whole no, truck. No, 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 no. That's the, not what you on said. On the whole truck. You said, truck. I'll show you. So I literally just have to long. do a section, a little all test section, so that you know what pad combinations to use. all the beer I'll give you. And AKA like, boom, the, there you the go. The gas tank. Yeah, cover. like the little gas lid. Yeah, <laughs> no, so, no, no, you know, no, 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 Or the spot right in the middle of the and hood. Then multiply yeah. that 10,000 times. Negative. The client, confirmed, the client confirmed the correction. Ouch. Yeah. That sucks for I you. No. Sucks for you. Ouch. Did you see that? I saw it. That's <clears> getting <throat> the correction today. Oh. So when does it have to be done? What is tomorrow it? Tomorrow end of day. I mean, you're talking about it, oh, but okay. what is it? Well, it's tomorrow end of day, so what, you, what do you, you call that? It's a freaking semi truck. It's basically a semi. Literally. Yeah. I saw it. What's the brand? I don't even know. It's a big four. Big ass truck. It's a big freight truck. Freight Raider. Freight Raider. Yeah, it's a freight liner. Freight, freight liner. There it's, we go. It's a four door though. Uh, four door. The one with the. Does it have the cabin in the back? Yeah. Yeah. There's, yeah. Oh, it's okay. a full like it's a vehicle. Okay. But then it's got so the trailer. So it's on your it. Mercedes of, of a. Uh, oh, dude. Yeah. That one night was. <sighs> yeah, I'm calling reinforcements as we speak, and no one's responding. <laughs> but I didn't tell them what kind of vehicle it was. I just said, "Hey, I got beer and cash. Like, what's up?" <laughs> And nobody's responding. Yeah. I just send it, though. You know, it's tough. Give it some time. You didn't check your text, dude. No, we're in the middle of a podcast. Oh, I didn't true, check true, my true, text. true, true. Well, when you get a chance, would you mind checking it, please? I'm going to hit no. <laughs> <laughs> Decline. <laughs> Can I get a rain check? I'll take the beer, but I'll just watch you work. Sometimes you just got to learn how to say no. Yeah, no, I got, I got a lot of stuff tonight. That did not include uh, <laughs> paint correction. <laughs> he said that a lot of stuff not, did not include big black in truck. <laughs> big black. <laughs> nothing uh, black, nothing big. He got a trifecta. He had a big black truck. If it was a small black truck. This isn't just big. This is like. It's this like, is massive. Yeah. It's like the grandfather of trucks. I'm just going to put some headphones on and just go to town as much as I can. All right. Well, when I come in tomorrow morning, I'll, still I'll still see you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's going to be like, these are those uh, jobs I do like once a, once a month. Like, like, didn't you just do that half of that fender? <laughs> I, I don't take remember. These. So I stopped doing this stuff for a long time, but then this is the first job I've done in a while. I got to pull all nighter. I'm not excited though. Now I know why I stopped doing <laughs> you this. You should not be excited. That's not exciting. That's not an all nighter. That's a two-dayer. Yeah, that's uh, yeah. that's not getting done tonight. No, that's not getting done tonight. <laughs> I'll figure out what to do tonight. <laughs> yeah, Sorry, you're so gonna you get like can't have your car in a day tomorrow. The hood <laughs> done yeah. tonight. That's good enough for me. All right, so for DJ, for you, um, as as he talked about going through process of growing through the industry through dealerships. Vaguely. Right, but <laughs> yeah. I mean, your your sense. point yeah, your, yeah, yeah, your point was with opportunities there. If you get offered something, yeah, go for it. Rise, go for it. Go for it. Yeah. You can always go backwards. Mm-hmm. You can always take a step back and then two steps forward. If they right? allow you, if they allow you. If they, but I'm just saying, like to your point, if somebody's starting to detail and there's another spot that comes open to progress through the company, they should take the opportunity and go for it. True. 
honestly, I think the, my situation was they didn't have anybody doing what I was doing before. That's why my opportunity of going backward was available. But fair enough. Yeah. But yeah. for the most part, you tried something. Tried you something. Something else. You tried something like yeah, yeah. And you, then you just constantly kind of continue to evolve through. Yeah. Through you know. True. True. True through what you've been doing. So, but for you, DJ, your story is a little different and which is fair. There's a lot of guys with many different stories. If, if you want to be in the industry as a business owner, what's some of the things that they should do? You've already started, you're going like, what's the progression phase? I mean, honestly, it's like a, a paid internship. Yes, honestly. Honestly, it's like a paid internship. You go find a company that will allow you to work within their company, knowing that you're going to go do your own thing or you are doing your own thing, and, and learn from them. I mean, that's the best way to do it, right, is learn right, from Right, that's the start. But then once you want to do your own and, you know, now you've grown a little bit, you've been in it, you understand what you're doing, what are, what's sort of the next phase of what somebody should do? In regards to, like, okay, so – you start an LLC, or are you talking like just for step one? Pretty much, yeah. Start so an LLC. Yeah, you want to be a legitimate business, so become legit, get insurance. I was uh, I was given the information of go ahead if if you have a name thought out, go ahead and start an LLC because the fact that whenever you decide you want to go ahead and go into business, you can say that your business started way back when. What benefit does that do? Well, that? it also allows the customer the fact oh, that, okay, you're saying you I've can, been in you know, I was 10 established years of business in, yeah, yeah, okay, versus I just opened up. That's some word so you should bring there, me your man. business. It's wordplay, but if yeah. they've been in a dealership and they've been working and they've been using Instagram to document wow. all the work that they've that been doing. That makes complete yeah. sense, dude. Holy, yeah. wow. So, like, that's you good. know, yeah. like, for instance, like, I like, that. like the Instagram Three name, cheers. you know, too cool for you. you know? <laughs> that was good. No, that, that was good. That's perspective. You right document there. Cool. it. It's there. Yeah. So You've been, you literally have been in business since, yeah, that's cool. But, so, yeah, you, so you become legit. Get yeah, thinking of names of businesses, that's ridiculous because. It, everybody has thought of something, and if you think about something, it's already out there somewhere. Oh yeah, I mean that's why you've got a ton of like Premier Shine, Executive Shine, California Executive Shine. I mean, you know, yeah. I mean there's every, yeah. a total lot of people. Auto solutions. There is another Total Auto Solutions. They're a. Uh, of course, they are. oh yeah, they are. They're in Florida. I, I saw that. Do they have the car silhouette. That. Mm, I, I don't know. think they're. I don't think they no. have anything to do with cars, though. No, they do. It's not have anything to do with detailing products. It's oh, like uh, okay. add-ons and like uh, stereos and. Uh, I've ran like across that. it a few times, just yeah. typing the wrong stuff, and yeah. I was like, "Well, that yeah. don't match up." So anyway, yeah. so what are some things that they? Uh, do? Yeah, so I mean, obviously, you know your model by now. So you uh, you get you get you get your insurance, you get your business established in LLC or. How do you want to do it? And then, um, I mean, before you really, really start, you need to find out what your numbers are. What are you going to charge? What are you going to, what packages are you going to use? Um, what, what products are you going to use? Um, what's your plan for the next three years so that you're always in the mindset of, okay, like I'm doing this because in the next year this is going to make this happen. So a lot of planning. I mean, I think really before you do, I mean, yeah, definitely get, 
you know, your LLC and so forth, but you really need a plan like how you're going to grow your business. Do you want to be a one man show? Do you want to be uh, a massive company? Do you want to be, I mean, what do you want to do? And then you just plan for that and then just take steps to get to where you want to be. I mean, if you're always mindful of where you want to be in the, ne the next year, or the next month or the next hour, or the next week, like you're always going to be moving forward. But if you're just doing your passion now under an LLC by yourself and making money, you're just a one man show. And that's great. Nothing's wrong with that. You don't have to plan. You just, whatever comes in, you get it and make money and you go home and you're cool. But you're not working for the man anymore. So that, that that's, a, that's an, e that's literally if right, right now, like if I wanted to, you know, fire everybody and like sell all my equipment and trucks and just me detail, like I, I would make a good living. Literally, I'd make it. I'd probably make twenty hours a week, and make a great living. But I don't want to do that, so that's why I'm have multiple, you know, team members and multiple trucks and this and that. Um, yeah, that's my answer. All right, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with uh, don't stretch yourself too thin. That's what I'm gonna go with, and and I'm gonna say that on budget wise. I think. What a lot of people do when they start making some money is they start spending money. Yeah, I get the new J's, man. Yeah. New Yeezys. Yeah. You want those? I mean, I know of I'm a guy that. that uh, I know of a guy that's got a detailing business that. Well, buffers has put. Well, right. Well, buffers would be different, right? Yeah. There, there would be. He literally posts videos of shoes that he buys. Oh, I know a guy like and that. And it's like, okay, you're young, you're a detailer, you're making some money, but, but you're not making big money. Like, you're not really making money, money. You come on, yeah. Like you're you're making some money. If you're single by yourself and doing your own, but yes, you're making good money for your where you're at. You're making amazing money. Right? Yes, amazing money. And so, with that money, I'm just telling you from an older guy looking down to the. The twenties, like the young twenties, mid twenties. He barely can see what color hair you have because he's looking so far down. But I, I can still. I didn't get sensitive. I, I was just letting you continue. Get back up in the sky so you can yes, I got to get way back up there. Okay. Anyway, what I was gonna say is. Cool, you can buy a watch. That's cool, you can buy shoes. Like, if you really want to be in the industry long term and you're in the mid to young 20s, you don't need to be buying a bunch of random shit. Like, you don't need to be buying shoes. You don't need to be buying watches. Buy a watch. Buy a couple shoes. But if you think about it, that's, that's considered some people's hobbies, right? So... Investing in somebody's hobbies, maybe that extra income is invested in that. So and and so like, I I get it, and I, like I think where I'm beer. going with is if you're if you're <laughs> wanting to run, what'd you say? Kind of like beer. Kind of like me and beer. Yeah, yeah well, like like making beer and stuff like that. Some people find that as a hobby, so you spend that money to do it, right? You enjoy doing that. You're so investing yourself. you're investing your into happiness. yeah into your own happiness, and that that's what some people do. Like some people, some people decide to do it on buying cars or buying car parts. Some people buy bikes and buy new wheels for their bikes. Some people. I think you're absolutely correct. So, yeah. I mean, to I, each your own. I think Vu just stumped. That, that, that Vu just stumped me. He literally, I watched it happen too. 
asked if I could drop the mic and you didn't mm-hmm. give it to me. No, I was too, too busy much. being yeah. stumped. Yeah. yeah. We should. And and that I would say that's probably been part of my life. Though I was I sacrifice enjoyments for the business. And mm-hmm. and you're you're right. I, I mean I don't want to say you're right. I would say that for certain people they are you are correct. But you, but your enjoyment my enjoyment is growing the business. Yeah, but before yeah, yeah. So growing the business was your enjoyment, correct? It so always stay, has been. You would stay late. Sometimes you would come in early. And this was even started as a mobile detailing. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I so, would spend money on beer. I would spend money on doing some things. Um, but I sacrifice a ton to constantly keep growing. And if and, you didn't do that, your business wouldn't be where it is now. And and I think that's my point to yeah. these young guys yeah. is is I get your point. Yeah. Like if, if, if that brings you happiness in life mm-hmm. to buy stuff – then then you are correct yeah you 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 100% are correct if your happiness in life is to buy stuff then you should buy stuff if you and i think maybe the way i was going with it is if you want to develop a career mm-hmm. it is and especially from the mindset of owning a a detailing company mm-hmm. it's maybe more beneficial to have a balance True. And reinvest some of that money. You did you really need ten shoes in a closet that you can do a video like, on? Could you, do have you just need? bought one and then? The, and I think that's my point. Like, you. like you. you are one hundred percent correct that if somebody loves shoes and loves cars or loves, I think DJ and I have talked about that. I don't understand why people buy so many cars. Yeah, we've, and I'm like, yeah, when I like when I make it big, I will be buying cars, literally. And I might have one and or I've two always nice struggled vehicles. with. Yeah, you don't. I, my fucking Titan has two hundred sixteen thousand miles on it. <laughs> hey, it's like, clean though. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm proud of you, man. You so, actually. Clean. So you're trying to tell me is like, okay, if you if for some odd reason you hit the lottery, right? Okay. And you make that Powerball and you hit four hundred million dollars goes into your bank account, right? You wouldn't buy a whole bunch of cars. You wouldn't You wouldn't get materialistic. Buy a whole bunch of shoes. You would invest that four hundred million dollars into your company. Somehow. No, I am not saying that at all. Or two hundred million. I mean half and half. Call it a million. Okay. I um, mean I mean call yeah, it a yeah. hundred thousand. Yeah. Would I buy stuff with it? Yes, I would buy stuff with it. I, I think I think what I'm saying is is if somebody is young and they want to develop a, a business career in you they change should, your mindset. They, yes, that they should relax on the amount of shoes and watches and stuff that they buy. And think long term. And think long term. And what can I use that money to to reinvest back into my business? So being young at one point. Um, Were you? At one point, hmm. you know, uh, making a check, you, you, you tend to use your check on your happiness. So... Anything that made you happy, going out to eat, getting stuff to drink, going out buying shoes, buying cars, buying drugs, if that made you happy at one point. Is that what you did when you were young? I smoked a lot of weed, yeah. Nice, dude. So doing that made me happy. So investing in my career, investing in something I love to do, that wasn't on my mind. My mind was what made me happy now and then. So that's... Something for the younger guys to think about. Okay, take a back, take a step back, and think about. Okay, 
if I spend that extra 200 bucks on a pair of shoes, is that going to make me happy? Probably will, but for how long? Are you going to wear that shoe more than once? Or can you invest that 200 bucks into a ceramic coating bottle like CC 105? <laughs> just saying. It's not 200 bucks. So invest in a, Why are you ripping him off, dude? So so you invest in something like Gee, that, right? Oh, you're saying that I charge Boo two hundred. You do. No, I do not. So 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 you I'm do that kidding. and you invest in that and you can make more money. So would you would you do that? A lot of people will say no, I would buy the shoes because the fact that buying that and landing a coding job is not going to, to make me happy right now. So it's about the right now and then. Just take a step back and think about so okay. So, uh, so uh, basically, talk- what you're saying we're is paycheck to paycheck. Like when you, when you get that check, you're like, you know what? I'm gonna blow. What's it gonna make me happy right now? Because yeah. I've been, gotcha. And uh, and and so purely 17, legit. 18, I think you're 19, bringing out 20, a very yeah. exceptional point. Is is basically, do you live for today or do you live for tomorrow? Correct. Mm-hmm. Is 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 yeah. the underlying premise of what you're saying? Mm-hmm. And I, I would say, DJ, I mean, you've been in that point where work, you, if you remember the car wash, oh, yeah. you remember that time. It was being for young, today, like you, literally. You took and you spent, if you got a paycheck, you were go, you fucking going to mm. go spend. I'm going to go buy some stuff. And I get it, right? I mean, if you've sacrificed for the past two weeks and you didn't have a whole lot. and I had you, a side job that kept all my fun stuff going. Okay, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying in general. Like, if, if somebody does that, like, and then they get their paycheck, AKA like, they want to go. Pharmacist. Yeah, yeah, street <laughs> pharmacist. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but it's legal now, so it's fine. I don't feel bad anymore. Medically, medically, medically legal for now. And and I like Boo. I think that's a very valid point. Yeah. So I mean, a lot of people, the younger crowd right now is for the now. So the older you get, you think for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So a lot of my, my thing of that is take a step back, think about for tomorrow and not for today. But still live some for today because you yeah, said if yeah, it makes yeah. you happy, do if it. If it makes you happy, do it. But if you're going to break the bank doing it, don't do it. Or break so. the bank long term or postpone potential opportunities. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. So if you think about it, it's like if I spent 200 bucks on a pair of shoes or I spent the money on buying stuff detail products and I can do the next job and make X amount of dollars more, why not invest in that, make more money? Then you can spend the two hundred bucks or four hundred bucks on two pairs of shoes. Yeah. So having balance. So yeah. So yin and yang, you know, have that balance. What's your name? Mm. You don't want to know. Okay. All right, so let's rate this beer. Well which one? We've which been one? drinking Stella now. But we got to rate the Alaskan Amber. That was that's the one that Boo brought in. I'm gonna give it a four or five. It's a good I beer. I love that you just you came right out of the gate. Yeah, that was a great beer. You just went out right after it. Four point five. Yeah, that was a good beer. Nice, Boo. You had a four point nine. Oh, yeah, it's a first. I know it is. Not not it quite. Definitely a, is. No I've one never said four nine. nine. Nope. Yeah. Not, not quite a five. Why but, not uh, a five? Because it's not my everyday my everyday drinker. So my my Stella Artois. Where's that? Artois. Yeah, I think he just likes that Artois. Artois. Stella Artois. Uh, I'm going to go four. I'm going to go four with the Alaskan Amber, which is very good for, I 
I'm fine with I mean, it. You rated an IPA of five recently, so we're good. Yeah. That is true. That is true. Yeah. yeah. I like the beer. Uh, nothing surprises anyone, Marty. S- super smooth and uh, no bad after. Like, great beer. Alaskan Amber. And uh, I guess, who's it by, though? By the Alaskan Brewery Company, I believe. It doesn't even say on the bottle. They make a. They actually brewed and bottled in Juneau, Alaska. That's all we got. Yeah. Oh, Alaskan Brewing Co. No kidding. Yeah. Nailed it. Cool, boo. So tell everybody. Um, in a moment, you're going to tell everybody where your uh, social media handles are. Not yet. But, but we got the tab out question. We're gonna take a quick, uh, quick uh, <clears throat> piss break. You're gonna take a pee. Yep. All right. Well, we're gonna do the tab out question. Boo? Yeah. Uh, you have anything in your mind, anything you're thinking of that uh, you would like to ask the, the podcast crew, ask uh, everybody out there and they can comment on any tab out question, which I think uh, you're the one that came out with the actual term tab, tab out, out question. Yeah. So I was walking through the dealership and you were like, hey, man, you should change it to tab out. I was like, oh, I like that. My question to everybody is... Uh, when was your first beer? And uh, do you remember it? I do. My Flat first. Tire. It was not. Oh. Fat tire? No Flat way. Tire. I thought it was. No. Okay. No, no. All right. I, so in high school, when we would take trips, uh, baseball trips or football trips, yeah, um, yeah. so we played schools from Texas. And whenever we would go and we'd run in, you know, if you went into the coach's hotel room, they were always drinking fat tire. It was there because we couldn't get it in Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. So, no, that, that but that was my f- my first was MGD. Oh, okay. Um, went over to visit, like, started hanging out with this guy named Chad uh, Ramsey. Um, and I'd met him through a buddy that. I'd gotten a, the only fight that I've ever been in in my life was with a guy named Bud Clonch. Hey, Bud, if you're out there. <laughs> <laughs> and hold, on, hold on, who won? <laughs> I, we who were won, in like dude? sixth no, grade. Come on, who won? Dude? No, know. no, I'll tell you. Like, I didn't know what I was you doing. You didn't win. So Bud whooped his ass. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. So Go ahead, move on. Let me, let me describe the it fight. It doesn't matter, dude. You already said the I only thing I knew how to do was play football. I literally here was the so fight. You, you know how to play football. Yes, tackle. so that's what I did. Yeah. yeah. So I rammed him with my shoulder, and he hit me on the top of my back. That was the whole fight. Is that why we were in sixth back? grade? Like, Bud gave it, it back? lasted maybe what thirty seconds or I mean, like it was nothing. Like, um, and we became friends then after that, and. He introduced me to this guy named Chad, and this would have been my sophomore year, I believe, sophomore year of high school, and uh, over at his house, and just he just pulled out beers, like, hey, you want a beer? I was like, okay, I'll drink a beer. And it was MGD. Hmm. What about you? The question, the tab out question was, when was your first beer? Uh, so my dad used to be like, hey, man, give me a beer. So I go to the refrigerator, give him a beer. So it was probably... Budweiser. Yeah. Most definitely. It yeah, was. definitely it was Budweiser. Okay. Yeah, back as a kid. I mean, like, Budweiser. you know, everyone's like, hey, dad, or 
Well, so he or my grandma go give me a beer, like. And you and just you, you, one day you just like I picked one up. Tr- Hell yeah, I just opened one up and drank it in the, by the fridge. Oh, so you didn't drink one that you were yes, giving to them? Yes, absolutely. Did no. you steal a taste? So they How all, that go? you know, you know, when you were like, now we're adults, we know what really goes on in the parties. Like you just people leave beers over uh, here and there, and I would just go around and collect. You would drink random people's beers. I was a kid, dude. <laughs> I get it, but I'm just at like. That like was my, your first like, try. Not random, their family, like not my like random people. Oh, okay. We're not having parties at my house, but oh, like, well, you know, that's my what I was dad, uncle, mom, okay. aunt, yeah. And they just left them, and you were gonna go throw them away, but they say like, go, go, oh, go take, go give me another beer. You take the, the can to the trash can. How old were you? Oh, dude, I don't want to throw them under the bus that hard. Okay. No, I don't know. I really teens. don't know. He was not teens. Yeah, he, he was, was definitely not. No, I was a kid. Like, yeah, he was definitely. A kid. Oh yeah. What okay. about you, Boo? <laughs> well, beer. My first beer was uh, Corona, actually. But uh, I've actually drank malt liquor before that. So, Fodies. Uh, I, I grew up on OE. So Boo's a gangster. English, yeah. That's legit. So. You know what? We need to have a 40s podcast one night. Let's get some OE. You don't like that idea, Marty? Sure, man. You want some Let's malt, do it. Some malt liquor. <laughs> some malt liquor. I mean. Some malt liquor. <laughs> I've had it once, I think, like Dude. just to try it. Dude, like, just right? To try yeah, it. it's <laughs> it's so bad. Good question. So everybody, comment. Uh, uh, when was your first beer, or what was it? What was it? What was your first beer? Yeah. And that died. No, but okay. Should record it. Hit record again. Did it just do it? Cool. All right, so give us your social media handles, Vu. Uh, you can find me on Tinder. Facebook. Tinder. <laughs> uh, no, he's married. Don't swipe right. Uh, swipe left. But, uh, <laughs> Dang it. Uh, bad on joke. Tinder, uh, it's, it's uh, <laughs> Asian sensation. No, Persuasion. <laughs> but uh, on Facebook, it's Vuku. Spelled V as in Victor, U as in Nick, E as in Edward, last name Ku, K-U-E. Nice. Uh, but uh, Instagram, you can find me at Too Cool for You. That's the number two. <laughs> I love it. That's so awesome. K U E and uh, for the num- the letter U. <coughs> I'm so also we, on Twitter. You can find right. me on Twitter tweet? as well. Yeah. Every uh, once in a while, when Marty tweets something, you tweet too. Uh, no, the only tweet I do is when I add it to my Instagram. Yeah, oh, I see that. I, I see that quite often. So yeah, I never. Mm. I don't. You LinkedIn. Oh, man, I've been so bad at that lately. I thought you were an avid LinkedIn-er now. I was. And, then and I you was were just, like, you got to do LinkedIn. I was. <laughs> I completely agree. I got, I got that cold that like fucking knocked me out. I didn't do anything for like You, you let a cold just shut you down. You were on a, you I was you on, were a on a roll, dude. Like writing articles, I doing was, everything. I, I was low-key jealous. Like, where are you getting all this energy from? And like, so when I was over at Mark Allen's dealership today and I, I was – I went on, talked to Mark, and his wife came out, and she has the same thing I had. She was like, I'm ready. It was 3.30. She's like, I need to go home and sleep. I was like, I totally get it. Whatever that bug that I caught, that's all you did was want to sleep. Your energy was gone. And so, yeah, I mean, two weeks of that, I'm out of practice. Like, I'm just now starting to get back on Instagram. I went dead for everything. All I wanted to do was sleep, but I had, I went I had to go do the car wash show. I had to go do all that. I mean, I had a bunch going on. I just, I faltered. I did. 
You need to come back, man. I'm sorry I failed you. We miss you. Come on back. And your gifts. <laughs> the gift that keeps on giving. The gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> oh, All right, DJ, word. where do people find you? Uh, you can find me here in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Nice. Be chilling out here, you know, in the freezing <laughs> cold. The 40th, 40th, yeah. and 40th and 40th and Sheridan, below freezing temps in the warehouse. Cross street, the from night trips, cross street from night trips. <laughs> no, down the street. We're across from Curtis Restaurant Supply. Okay. But they're depending, down the depending street. Depending on where you look. is down the street. <laughs> depending on where you look. <laughs> I don't look that's that way, boo. Your eye a little. <laughs> yeah. No, but you guys can find my Instagram. It's at, at DJ Patterson, and the business is at EcoGreenMD. So, nice. love, love to connect. And uh, you can find us at Total Auto Solutions. Don't find DJ at Pints and Polishing <laughs> Podcast since he never wants to say that he's there. Uh, but you can I find me there, there quite a bit. Um, and or uh, Marty L. Hill. You, I don't really. You don't ever that. use that. I don't ever use it. But you I'm like, I don't even. I was like, I was like, I'll throw it in. Well, that's the that's the page I use a lot to connect because I don't like because people manage my my business account, so my personal contacts and relationships I have, I don't want to like everyone know my business. So if you have a question, like it's between me and you, not like my whole team. Mm, slide into the D. No, slide not like the that. DM. Jesus. Okay. No, I'm just okay. saying like it's my account. Yeah. All right. Anywho. Good question, Boo. Thank you for your time. That's Thank you for coming me. in. And uh, man, you gave us Alaskan beer. You gave us Stella. Knowledge bombs. And uh, he gave us Sensei. And you stumped me. He wow. Yeah. He came in and dominated this podcast. Dominated. Nicely done, right. Boo. You guys both have empty. Yeah, yeah, Mine. Yeah. I just have a good swig, and uh, we'll call it a night. That'll work. We'll call it a night. Nope.